Want to watch more movies, series, videos, try speed watching, listening and reading. The basics of speed watching and speed listening and how to implement it or them into your own life. There is this concept of time and we never have enough of it. Minutes, hours, weeks, months go by, sometimes seemingly with the blink of an eye. So you probably already heard about ways to save some by getting things done more efficiently, therefore not needing as much time to do them. Note, that's different from effective. Doing the right things the right way is being effective. Effective is improving an already chosen task. So provided you already chose to watch a movie, series or a video, you could as well be more efficient and speed watch. Ing is the concept of increasing your watch speed at a certain increment. Of course, with every increment you increase the speed, let's say 110% instead of 100%, which of course is the original speed. You also lose understanding of the content, which is sad, but it does happen. Now the cool thing is this. It doesn't happen linearly. This means you increase the speed by 10%, but your understanding decreases less than 10%. Of course, you just made your watching experience more efficient since at a fixed understanding value, you got rid of 10% of watching time, which in short, saves you time. Why is this the case? Because your brain actually is very capable of processing language input faster than you think. It is just a matter of training and getting used to it. But do I get the same understanding per time? No, you actually get more because of the brain adapting to higher speeds and actually not needing 100% or original speed for the same amount of understanding anymore. Example, you watch a 10 minute video, you increase speed by 10%, it takes you 9 minutes to watch the video, but your understanding only decreased by let's say 5%, therefore you got 95% of understanding and 9 minutes. If you now took the saved minute, you could actually watch again important parts of the video and actually improve your understanding by more than 5%, which results in more understanding than before. This actually means you don't have to save time with this technique. You actually can use it to just understand things better by watching more video per time in the same fixed amount of time. Of course, one minute saved. You must be kidding. That's one video. How many do you watch per day? How many lectures do you watch per day at home now, given you are a student? What happens if we apply that to movies? Well, 10 videos equals 10 minutes saved. 120 minutes of movie equals 12 minutes saved. But an increase of 5% is only the beginning. Because 5% is peanuts, most of us probably can use 125 or 150 right from the start. Of course, also depends on your average language processing speed. You need to understand your environment. Your best friend talks fast as hell. Chances are you are already a speed listener. 
You talk fast as hell, chances are your listening processing is also higher than average, or than yours if you didn't. But let's actually calculate things at 150%, which is a very achievable speed for most of us. 150% effectively reduces your watch time by one third, or 33%. That's insane. As in 2020, everything from your Christmas dinner to visiting your grandma has digitalized anyway. The impact of speed watch, speed watching now can be bigger than ever before. Not that it is possible to speed up live streams or video calls. It's just the general boost of digitalizing everything that 2020 gave us somehow crunched the numbers. You watch one movie per week. No serious has 120 minutes you save 50 f no not 50 but 40 minutes 33 percent but who cares you also watch three hours of youtube per week gives you one hour back you watch educational stuff one hour a week gives you 20 minutes back what do you get back 40 plus 20 plus 60 equals two hours what would you do with two hours more every single week by doing exactly nothing than increasing your general watch speed by 30% call a friend take the two hours and watch and another movie take two hours and watch another movie wait then you would get back another 40 minutes essentially it's like cashback but actually it's a free time back program you could always use more cash, but more time? More time is the single thing you just cannot get because everyone gets the same 24 hours. What if you worked out two hours a week, wrote a journal? Well, I don't know, only you do. But actually, these numbers aren't probably for a week. More like saving two hours a day. And this is, this is where it gets exciting as F. But if we still take two hours a week, this isn't part of the 24 hours, because that's part of your active time. Because every day consists of four to nine hours of sleep, let's say seven, then eating, doing laundry, doing the dishes, 24 seven, 24 minus seven equals 17 hours left, 17 hours minus 2 hours of eating, including everything, groceries, dishes, cooking, averaging at 2 hours a day, you got 15 hours left, hygiene and stuff, getting up in the morning, dressing, 14 hours left. And to save the hours, actually count towards the active hours left. Many of us do some sport every day, 13 hours. Some of us work, but let's leave that out of the equation. Just assume 14 hours active, which is very gracious. 8 hours of work gives you 6 hours left, which is far too much to be true, because in another time you also had to get to work, stuff like that. So let's take 12. So now, even if you saved only one hour a day, you effectively increased your daily active time by 13 hours, divided by 12 hours, which is 8%, compared to the calculation many of us probably would have done. 25 hours divided by 24 hours equals 4%. The possibilities are endless. You could read a book a week, giving you 52 books a year, do that for 10 years and you are Einstein. 
50% is just the beginning. Some say it is even possible to double your watch speed to two, which again gives you another 50% of the original time, effectively halves your watch time. Why one movie if you could watch two in the same time? How that worked out for me so far. I started a few years ago, mainly by speeding up my podcast listening. The maximum speed I was able to process without losing too much of understanding was 3.0, meaning three times the original speed. With videos it's different, because it is or was not as easy to increase it due to multiple platforms, multiple devices, and so on. If you got the video file, let's say you play a movie as a file on your notebook, then you can just use VLC to increase your speed. Problem is, files get bigger and bigger. If you watch a 10 gigabyte file, file in 4K, a speed increase often is a serious issue and sometimes leads to errors in the playback department. But Whenever I had to file, this is what I did. But you don't have to. Sometimes I turn it down. Movies are usually at speed 2.0 for me. Sometimes I go below that. Sometimes higher. Depends on how distinguished the language is. If you really need to understand every single word in... Tenet maybe yes, in Transformers not so much. But in Tenet you cannot. Usually that brings the runtime of one movie down to 40 minutes, sometimes 45. This means in 90 minutes you can usually watch two movies, or in one hour, which lowers the guilt of watching something dramatically, because you only need half the time. Books. Used to read a lot of them. I stopped reading fiction after my teenage years when I realized that's just entertainment and only read fact books from there on, read fact books from there on. Problem is, back then audiobooks weren't that much of a thing, hardly available, mostly in CD form and most of the time not in full length. Quite sad. But things changed, and now you get Audible, which really introduced full-length versions, and also started producing new audiobooks for already existing books. Used to be a lot of work to convert CDs into digital form. Now, it's the best ever. You got Audible, then there is Script, a subscription platform that has one or if not the largest collection. You pay $10.99, but a one-month trial. If you quit the trial before paying, you get another month. At least I did, so now I have a small collection of bought books on Audible, used a few trials, and probably, probably will either use Audible whenever I want a specific book, not so popular, or if I want a specific, not so popular book, or if it is on script, I'll just use that. You get offline access, and that's already a big bonus. You are basically caging or buffering everything you want onto your phone. The big advantage, you then increase the speed. With nowadays phones power, no problem. Older phones or old phones ran into serious issues when playing MP3 at 3.0. Also uses more battery. I stopped reading completely. First, you can process language much faster when listened to, because that's something humans did longer than the reading thing. 
Second, you don't have to use time for your reading anymore because you just listen as a secondary activity, meaning your primary activity is the thing you have to do. But many things run as habits, basically programs, like washing the dishes. You don't need your brain because it basically almost runs the dishwashing fully automated. That means you can use this time to listen to audio. Effectively reduces your reading time to zero and gave me the opportunity to read more books than ever before, which I did for the last years on screenwriting, for example, or on how to start a blog or listening to podcasts. On the same topics, a podcast is nothing else than a blog or a TV show for your ears. By the way, I'm also trying, I am trying also to make it should be creative take here. Just trying it out. Made two episodes already, but right now it is more in development. So here's a link to my podcast, which you can find on the blog post. But you also find the link to the blog uh, to the podcast in my kit, not in my kit, but in my link tree. The thing about it, so this should be creative take right here. The thing about it, there are only two types of content: single and serial. Not killer, but everything can be sorted into those two buckets. Single is something that is a one-time thing in time. Serial is everything that gets released again and again with a consistent format. What I am saying is this. You got a few media types. Text, audio, video, nowadays mainly. Then you got the two types of release form. Single and serial. And now you can sort everything into them. News on TV, serial video. Podcast, serial audio. Blog, serial text. Actually, nowadays it's even better because I found something else which is called a visual. Visual is basically everything visual. So text basically is only an image, but very complex. This means that you also can sort everything text-based, image-based into the visual category. Books, mostly single, but more like something in between, because the release schedule often stretches the time between two episodes into years. Back to speed watching. If you now want to speed watch the hell out of it, you have to actually you have actually found something for streaming. Meet browser plugins. You actually have to find something for streaming. Meet browser plugins the one i use and have used for years and therefore also the one among many to not constantly crash everything is video speed controller this means you can speed up almost every video running in a browser youtube you don't even have to use the built-in video speed controller anymore amazon prime netflix vimeo twitter instagram basically every embedded video if it is not something very niche the nice thing about this one Two keys, all the controls. Key D to speed up everything by increments of 0.1 and key S to slow it down again. No fiddling around, just two keys. Used to crash sometimes and then reload the video because some websites just cannot deliver those higher data rates fast enough. Therefore, crash. But it's better than ever. 
Data rates increase worldwide. SpaceX is building a new satellite internet and 5G is also on the rise. Still, the big hurdle, data rates. Streaming something with speed 3.0 probably will eventually result in either tripling the data rate or reducing your video quality, which is sad, but there is not much you can do about it apart from moving to another location with better rates switch up your internet provider or pay for a better data plan if possible due to the data rate limitations given by your current internet infrastructure aka the internet cable to your apartment or upgrade your router if this is a bottleneck. Also, just getting one with a wider coverage probably works wonders since you have more signal in all of your space, resulting in faster Wi-Fi speeds. A quick guide, Chrome. Use speed controller to speed watch everything in your browser. Big advantage of using a PC also, you can connect your Ethernet cable and get the maximum available speed, not bound by the transfer medium of Wi-Fi. Android. I haven't found something to speed up everything. Chrome plugins aren't available on the Android version of Chrome. Big bummer. The only option, therefore, to speed up content on your Android phone is to use the built-in speed increase features coming more and more to content-consuming devices and apps. Like YouTube, Script Audible, most podcatchers, Spotify, not for music though, have it. Don't know about streaming apps like Netflix and Prime, but often it works like this with longer videos. If you can download them, if you can download them, often the functionality is built in because speed watching Speedwatch streaming on mobile, even if connected to Wi-Fi, is probably just not a good enough experience for the average user due to limits in processing power, streaming rate of your phone, sometimes playback on your phone, and of course, available internet speeds. iOS, no idea, never used an iPhone, probably pretty similar to Android. That's a roundup. Save your time. Watch more efficiently, even if speeding up something intended for pure entertainment. For some people, might not only sound stupid, but chances are they just are some people. And others might enjoy having more time at hand. Watch a movie twice in the same time, or even change how to consume media. For me, this meant I often found myself watching key scenes of movies once again, skipping boring action sequences, often re-watching a few seconds multiple times, reducing speed, enjoying it even more. For me, the movies which make my brain go nuts are the best. Big intellectual or pseudo-intellectual puzzles just waiting to be depuzzled interpreted, talked about, like Tenet, like Inception, like Prestige. You watch them again and discover something new. And spoiler alert, if you have total control over the viewing experience, your discovery rate or the puzzling rate goes up. Just as your intelligence when you implement speed watching or listening into your life. Of course, you could argue that improving your language processing department up there doesn't really make you more intelligent, but you just appear so, but ever wondered why?
every Aaron Sorkin's character ever just overwhelms everyone, including us, with a waterfall of seemingly smart speeches. Because if we don't understand something, we assume we are stupid. Because, obviously, the other one can think faster. You now can use this effect to your own advantage if you want to, but you don't have to. You can also use it to maybe just think out the stuff you are about to say more. You're, you are... You were about to say more, and therefore appear more intelligent by speaking with more intent. Either, either way, ever tried speed reading? Doesn't work that well, at least for me, compared to switching the content medium top to audio and speeding it up there. It doesn't even come close, but still probably worth a shot. Want to read stuff on the internet faster? First, you need a tool to save everything you want to read. I have been and still am using Pocket, also a Chrome plugin and also a platform. For years, it also allows you to just add everything into one list and then just read and then just reading everything at once, and not letting some random blog post about speedwatching eat up your work time. Then convert it into audio. After you save your stuff, it appears in your pocket list everywhere, and on your phone, you essentially have this list. What is the best hack ever? Yeah, I have this list. The best hack ever, hardly exaggerating now, is you can use the built-in offline voices and also stream voices for better quality that now just read everything to you all in one gigantic playlist. Therefore, you can completely automate all of your internet reading by just adding things with the click of a button and then pulling out your phone and pressing play, which of course is also available with speed controls. And if all these things combined don't actually save your years of life, I don't know, but you now do. Disclaimer. Of course, there is an argument to be made about just cutting out tasks rather than using the same set thereof and making them more efficient. Translating into cutting Netflix movies and stuff like that will, of course, drastically affect your effectiveness, but cutting out books won't make you read more books and cutting down on lectures won't make you understand them more. Therefore, my assumption is this. You are smart. Therefore, you do the things you want. And these few tricks might help you.